Hey there, I'm Lauren, and you're listening to The Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Podcast Manager Show. I am so glad that you're here today because we are going to be covering four things that you can do to get your clients ready for the end of the year and the beginning of next year. So I know it might feel kind of a little early for this conversation because at the time of me recording this, it is the end of October, but the end of the year is here and it is time for us to talk about it so that you can have this conversation with your client and make some decisions for your own business. And the first thing that I want to cover is that you should have this conversation with your client as early as possible. Why? Because I've made this mistake. I've gone through a season of podcast management, my first you know, December of doing this and realized, oh, I wasn't planning on taking any time off, but my client was. And then, you know, we had to think of an episode last minute and things just were not planned out. And so I've learned this lesson the hard way that this conversation needs to be had as soon as possible. Right now would be a great time to talk about it. And that's why, of course, I'm releasing this episode for you. (laughs) But what I want you to talk to your client about is, number one, are they taking time off at the end of the year? And then are you taking time off at the end of the year? And how can you guys prepare for that? And can you get episodes recorded in November for the end of the year, right? If you're doing interviews, if they're doing interviews, then you likely already have some interviews recorded. But can your client get you their solo episodes through the end of the year by the beginning of November? Because then they don't have to worry about the podcast. They don't have to worry about recording an episode on December 20th. (laughs) And then also, you don't have to worry about if they're going to, you know, get you that episode, when they're going to get that episode to you. Is it going to be on December 23rd when you want to be spending time with your family and that sort of thing? And if you want to take any time off in December, then you can plan for that by getting ahead in November. And one of the amazing things is that you could have a little bit of a busier November and then have a really light workload for December so that you can just kind of, you know, enjoy the last month of the year, celebrate the holidays, and also take some time, some breathing space to think about what you've accomplished this year and where you're going in 2022. This is definitely not a strong suit for me. Like I love envisioning the future and planning for the future, but I'm not good at taking time off. (laughs) in order to actually have the space to do that. So let's hold each other accountable to taking some time off, if at all possible, in December, besides, you know, Christmas Day or whatever holiday that you might celebrate to maybe spend some time thinking about our businesses and where we're headed for the new year. So that's the first thing that I would want you to do is to talk to your client early about what their plans are for the end of the year, if they're going to be taking time off, and then thinking about a plan to get their episodes recorded early, and maybe even batch some episodes while they're at it. The next thing that I want you to think about is 
should your client be doing any sort of end of the year episodes? Uh, Like, for example, if they're a business coach that has a podcast, then are they going to want to have an episode that goes out at the end of the year that talks about their accomplishments that year and maybe their financial numbers of what they accomplished in 2021? Does that make sense for them? People really like those types of episodes at the end of the year of looking back and celebrating and saying what went well and what didn't go well. And so is that idea the right fit for your client? Maybe if they're a health and fitness coach, then they're going to have some sort of episode on maintaining, you know, good body image during the month of December when maybe they're triggered more to have those shameful thoughts of them eating and et cetera and so forth. So is an end of the year or a kind of a holiday themed episode appropriate for your client? Because if it is, I would have that conversation now of, hey, let's plan these episodes out and, and get them planned and scheduled and done early is the ultimate goal. If you're doing guest management or you just want to throw this idea out to your client regardless, but if you're doing guest management, then I would definitely start booking interviews for January for two reasons. Number one, you're not going to want to book those interviews in December necessarily. People aren't looking at their email as closely and People just aren't paying attention as much. So it's harder to email, I think, with people in December. So start getting those interviews booked now. And if your client isn't doing a lot of interviews in December, then you're probably going to need to have a kind of a heavier January of interviewing. So start getting interviews booked in January for that reason of just time and people taking time off in December. But for the second reason in that People are usually more focused on visibility in the beginning of the year. They're like, this is the year that I do more podcast interviews, that I get my face out there more, that I blah, 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 blah. So because of that, you can usually get higher named people or just all different types of really valuable guests on the podcast in the beginning of the year because everyone just has this renewed energy. And so start thinking about those people that you want to pitch for the beginning of the year. And maybe they also have a book coming out in 2022. Capitalize on that opportunity to have them come on the show to talk about their new book, if, of course, it makes sense for the show. And a great time to do that is in January. So maybe you are emailing them in November and December to get them on the show in January, or you're just strategizing of this is someone that we want to reach out to in the beginning of the year. The last thing that I wanted to talk to you about is getting gifts for your clients. This always like sneaks up on me last minute as well, because it's not something that I really think about until, you know, it's December 15th. And I'm like, oh, yes, you know, I want to I want to buy a gift for my client or I want to buy a gift for my own contractors or or whatever. And then you're kind of like, okay, I don't have a ton of options because I waited so long. And so this conversation I see come up every single year of, do you buy gifts for your clients? If you do, what do you buy? And I think you can do a lot of different things and you should do what you feel most comfortable doing. Um, you know, maybe your client is a good, is a big gift giver. And so they've sent you stuff maybe on your birthday or you know, at another point in the year. And so you feel kind of like you need to return the favor. I would do what is really most authentic to who you are. Maybe you're someone who likes to write notes, you know, a hand felt note. So send them a thank you in the mail, uh, you know, a happy holidays. Thank you so much for, you know, our working relationship in 2021. Like, I think that is a huge thing that people overlook is just a handwritten note. Uh, Or maybe I love going with like gift boxes, you know, like a subscription box. That's just a one-time type of thing. 
or, you know, just flowers or you can go with some you can go with all different types of ideas. Uh, I generally like to send gifts. So I usually always do that. I had one client that did not like receiving gifts and I sent her stuff and she would (laughs) tell me like, oh, you know, you don't need to get me anything. And so I eventually stopped doing that because I thought, you know what? She says this to me every single time. And even though I'm a gift giver, she didn't really enjoy receiving it, which was totally fine. So I stopped doing that. So I think there's a lot of space for different types of things. I remember one year I did, I think this was my very first year, I wrote a thank you note, very short and simple. And I think I did like a $20 gift card to Starbucks and like a chocolate that was made in Indianapolis, I think, which is where I live. So I think that's what I did. And I felt like it was really simple and easy and I didn't need to overthink it very much because for me, maybe you're the same way, maybe not. I can easily overthink gift giving. Like, do I do something big, small, huh? You know, and it depends on how many clients you have as well, right? Um, on if you're going to, how much you want to spend and that kind of thing. So a handwritten note, a gift card, a, you know, you can find lots of cute little gifty box type things on Etsy that run like $40. Uh, Oh, another thing we should bring up is if your clients are in a different country, my podcast manager, who's obviously listening to this right now, she's in Canada. And so last year when I was looking for a gift for her, I was looking, I was buying these gift boxes and none of them were shipping to Canada and which is, you know, frustrating in its own sense. But I ended up just getting her a Amazon gift card from the, you know, Amazon in Canada. And that was really simple and easy and still something that I didn't just like give up and not send her anything. So if you're in that situation, then Amazon is a good option. Or I was also looking for like maybe a local gift boxy type of place in Canada, but I was running dry with ideas. So I ended up doing an Amazon gift card. So maybe you're not into that and that's totally fine. It is definitely not a requirement to have a good relationship. I do not expect things from other people as far as gifts go, but I do like giving gifts. So it's really just kind of whatever you want it to be and whatever you feel like is appropriate for the relationship. But those are some ideas in case you are the gift giving type and you want to do that this year. That's what I would recommend in some of the things that I have done in the past. So are you ready for the end of the year? I cannot believe that it is here. I have lots of mixed feelings about it. It's like, how can 2022 be just around the corner? But here it is, and I'm ready to celebrate the holidays. So I hope, like I said in the beginning, I hope that you will spend a little bit of time taking time off from the doing if you can so that you can look back on everything that you've accomplished this year and all of the amazing blessings that I hope have been given to you this year through your business and hopefully through your personal life. And then you can look forward into 2022 and see what you think is the next step for you. Uh, I know for myself, not taking that time off, I always regret it. And I know that I need space, you know, just some silence in my day to really think about the future. So I hope that you'll take that opportunity, even if it's in, you know, the nooks and the crannies of the of a day <laughs> where you can spare some extra time to think about uh this year and the next year. So let me know over on Instagram if you have had this conversation with your client, if you're going to plan to have this conversation with your client early. 
And then let me know what your plans are for the end of the year. Are you going to be taking time off? Um, I don't know how much time I'm going to be taking off. Like I said, I'm not good about good at this. And I need to do my own reflecting <laughs> on how much time I'm going to take off. So I will keep you updated on that. Uh, but let me know where you're at with this. And we will chat over on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening today. I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton or in the Podcast Manager Mastermind Facebook group. And let me know what you liked about this episode. I love, love, love hearing your guys' feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at laurenwrighton.com. Special thanks to my amazing podcast manager, Marcy Page, on producing this episode. All right, that's it. Until next time, I'll be cheering you on.